Recovering from knee surgery is highly variable. It was going to take forever to get better if I was ever going to get better. There's got to be something out there besides a CPM machine, which and clearly isn't helping get me. Active and aggressive with this thing, or I was going to. Need you know, I'm a guy that's not looking to relieve the pain. I'm a guy that's looking to get back in the game. That downtime was not what I wanted. We've spent the last seven years perfecting the recovery system that takes variability out of knee rehab so you can quickly get back to your life. Welcome to The Bee's Knees, a podcast full of articles, interviews, clinical studies, and advice about knee surgery, physical therapy, and life after knee surgery. Hi, this is PJ Ewing from Extent Therapy, here to introduce an interview with Mary Elliott and Terry Shaver. Mary works with Extent. She has been a coach, a clinical liaison, and now leads our sales efforts in the state of Michigan. And she's got a great interview with one of our patients, a recent patient in the early part of 2019, Terry Shaver. And I'll let them talk about it, but they've got some terrific insight and advice and tidbits about recovery after knee surgery, and in particular, how it went with Terry and her recovery using the X10 machine. So without further comment from me, here is Mary Elliott and Terry Shaver, all about recovery from total knee replacement. Hi, my name is Mary, and I work for uh, X10, the X10 Knee Recovery System, and I'm here today to introduce you two to Terry. She is one of our patients who has used the X10 uh, Recovery System to recover after her knee replacement surgery, and both of our intentions here is to share Terry's experience with you all so that way you can move forward with clarity and confidence that you're making the best decision for your knee health. Uh, so Terry, thank you. Welcome. Thank you for doing this with us today. You're uh, Terry, welcome. What, thank you. <laughs> so great to have you. All right, Terry, why don't we start off with you helping us get to know you a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit about you? Well, I'm uh, 63. This is uh, second knee replacement for me. I had a partial seven years ago, and this is a total knee replacement on my left side. Um, I was a nurse for 23 years before I retired and um, went back to photography school. Um, I have four children. I have six grandchildren. I've been married almost 40 years. Uh, I love to garden. Uh, that's my, my I'm most anxious to get back to. My husband and I were avid backpackers and have uh, backpacked all over the country uh, into the Canadian Rockies, and we even backpacked inside the volcano on Maui. Oh, my gosh, that must have been absolutely beautiful. Was it beautiful? <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. We spent three nights in the volcano. Oh, my gosh, that sounds romantic and amazing. That's fantastic, Terry. <laughs> well, I am so glad you had that experience. All right, well... All right, so sounds like you have a full, beautiful life. Um, tell me a little bit about your knee history. Okay, what, what led you, I know you said you had a partial, and then you went uh, and had a total knee done. When, when did you meet your surgeon? Like, how did you decide, uh, okay, this is the person I want you know, to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to take care well, of this problem that I've had for a long time? <laughs> well, seven years ago when I had the partial done, um, it wasn't a year later, and I was back at that same office getting cortisone injections because it hurt so much. And 
it was then that I learned that the replacement had the partial replacement had failed. And so I kind of just resigned myself to the fact that I was eventually going to have to have it redone and kind of went about my life. Well, my husband and I left on uh, February 30, uh, February 29th, 28th, I'm sorry, in 2013 to hike the Appalachian Trail. Um, so it was somewhere in the northern part of North Carolina where I was coming down a mountain and I kind of went to plant my hiking poles and go around the switchback and I tore something in my, in my left knee. I felt it. I knew immediately what I had done. And I continued to hike on it for a couple more weeks. Um, we stopped in a small town, and I saw an orthopedic surgeon there, and he withdrew a bunch of fluid um, with blood. And so he knew something had torn as well. He injected it with some steroids, and um, I continued to hike for several hundred more miles until I just could not do any more. So my husband drove me home back to Michigan, and um, that's when I met Dr. Cochran, my, my surgeon now, and he fixed a bilateral meniscus tear. Um, so I rehabbed here at home for six weeks and then um, drove back to meet up with my husband, who was now in Virginia, and then I continued to hike. Wow. So that's how I met Dr. Cochran, and um, and so I knew uh, as this knee began to deteriorate over the last several years um, that he was going to be the guy to do my replacement. Wow, that's quite a story. Okay, so yeah, that's quite a story, Terry. <laughs> oh boy. All right. So all right. Well, you know, I the way I see it, and you can share your feelings on this. You know, nowadays since there's been so many advancements in knee replacement, you have a lot of choices. You have right. a lot of choices, right? About what there's many surgeons out there that are great, but you know, you want to go with somebody who not only has a great reputation, but somebody you can trust, right, and you feel confident with. And then also you have, you know, choices as far as how you can recover because things have changed. Right. You do have choices. You have freedom. Okay, so. Now you've met somebody, you love your surgeon, you feel confident with him. What made you finally decide, all right, now I've had enough, this is time. <laughs> this is time for well, me to get this done. Because <laughs> you're absent, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I am. And, I, and I, when I can't be, or when I'm forced to be taking Motrin all the time, it's, um, it's bothersome to me. I don't like to take any more medicine than I have to. So the last couple years, the knee had gotten um, pretty bad until this past fall. I was going in for um, artificial cartilage injections every six months, and they really were giving me uh, a pretty good quality of life for about six months at a time. Well, they began to not work so well this past summer, and then uh, this past fall, it just began to give out. And we were hiking up north in uh, the Upper Peninsula, and I just couldn't trust it. I would, I would just be walking down a path, and it would just give out, and I, and I was afraid of falling. Oh, sure. So that's kind of what pushed me to the brink of I need to make a decision here and, and just do it. Okay. So you had first, your first half of your decision-making pretty secure. You knew you trusted Dr. Cochran. Yeah. You knew his reputation, yeah. right, felt very confident. Now, what about... Um, recovery. How, how did you feel about that? Did you have any expectations? Did you have like a certain protocol that you wanted to follow yourself? Do you have a nursing history? Tell me a little bit about that. 
Well, I knew I did not want it to be like my first, my partial um, replacement, because it was awful. I literally was sick and nauseous for weeks after surgery. And I don't know if that was the pain medicine or if it was something to do with anesthesia, but I literally lost 17 or 19 pounds in three weeks after the, um, the partial. They didn't even start any physical therapy on me until three weeks into, you know, post-operative. And I had nothing to do at home but a few floor exercises. So I was really stiff already by the time I got to a therapist. And then I was just going three days a week. So I knew that I did not want this experience to be like that. In fact, that was a lot of the reason why I had put it off for five years because I just didn't know if I, I could do that again. And then so, in the meantime, my mom had a knee replacement and um, ended up developing MRSA, which is you know not very common, but she was quite elderly and quite frail, and ended up passing away um, oh, due to I'm kidney so failure sorry. from the antibiotics. So wow. that was also in the back of my mind. You know, I was just, You know, it started out just as a simple knee replacement, and she ended up passing away. And so that kind of was in the back of my mind as well. It wasn't just the pain and the the nausea post-op. That kind of was in the back of my mind, too. So I really had to get up some gumption to do this. So how did you do that? How did you shift from fear and doubt to being confident and saying, okay, I'm strong enough. This is going to work out for me. I trusted Dr. Cochran. Um, and I just, the, my quality of life was not what I wanted it to be. And I couldn't, I just couldn't face the rest of my life the way it was, you know, being so immobile and dealing sure. with so much pain all the time. Sure. That makes a lot of sense so to me. I, I, just, I just had to suck it up and I, I just made the appointment. I just said, okay, let's just make the appointment. I didn't even hadn't talked to my husband about it or anything. <laughs> I just said, we're doing this right after Christmas, and that's, that's the way it's going to be. Wow, Terry, you are one strong woman. That's fantastic. I know you've been through a lot, but, boy, that's fantastic. Okay, so now you make the decision to have your knee replacement surgery. And what questions did you have at the time, did, you know, Tell me how, where it went from there. So, okay, you make the decision. You see Dr. Cochran. Now what? Well, he explained that I would be having um, a machine brought into my home even before surgery, that there would be, you know, several other protocols, medications I would be on preoperatively, um, several other things that their particular office does, you know, prior to surgery. But most importantly, this X10 machine I would be working out on prior to surgery to strengthen uh, my muscles and tendons and ligaments before surgery. So uh, that was something new. That wasn't, that wasn't in the pipeline um, seven years ago, or, or my doctor didn't use it. So that was new to me. I was kind of excited about that. Okay. All right. So now you, you, you get your protocol. You know you get to actually have some prehab with, with this X10 machine. How, when, explain how that went. Like when did you first see the machine? When did you first try it out? What were your expectations? Um, how did you feel? I had no idea. I had no idea what it was going to look like. Um, when my, you know, my preoperative folder came in the mail with you know, my prescriptions and all the instructions and 
there was a little picture of it, but I still, you know, I, I had no idea what the size of it was compared to the picture. <laughs> uh, but the day Marty brought it and set it all up and uh, demonstrated its use, I just, I, it was so easy. It was just so easy to do. So I just okay. felt really comfortable. I mean, he explained it all very well, and I was comfortable, and, you know, he fit me to the chair and the machine, and and um, I just took off from there, started, and that was two weeks prior to surgery, two weeks and a day, I think, or two weeks and two days. Prior to surgery. Okay, right. and, and how how often did you use it? How much time a day do you feel you spent on the X10 machine? Um, I did it pretty faithfully, three times a day, and I did it between 35 and 40 minutes, three times a day, seven days a week. Okay, and what did you notice? Did you notice a difference in the way your muscles, your, your strength in your muscles around your knee were feeling, your range of motion, your flexibility? Yeah, I, you know, I was one of those people that hadn't lost any range of motion. Um, I just had pain. I was still able to do a zero degree extension and 130 degree flexion, even with my knee as bad as it was. But I noticed that my strength of my knee, uh, I was much more confident going up and down stairs. And that's where I really had trouble prior to surgery. Okay. So I, I really saw a difference even in just two weeks of being able to navigate the stairs. You did. Okay. So, yeah. all right. So you were, you were feeling a difference in your knee and now you're, and, and I'm sorry, in the function of your leg. So now right. even with a knee that needs to be replaced, you were able to see some improvements. Yeah. Tell me what that did for you emotionally going into surgery, especially everything that you've already experienced. I mean, how did that make you feel? It would just made me more confident in the whole process. You yeah. know, that Dr. Cochran yeah. knows what he's doing, that this machine has a specific purpose. And it obviously works well if you do what they tell you to do. Um, so it just gave me more confidence that I was doing the right thing. Okay. And then did you work alone or did you have a coach alongside you to guide you so that was it easy to use the machine and do the exercises on the machine even though you were in pain? Uh, it was, yeah. It was, I, I didn't feel, um, it wasn't enough discomfort for me not to do it, you know, and I kept track in my, uh, my diary that they gave me. Um, so I could even see my progress throughout those two weeks, you know, just my calf strength, my hamstrings, and my quads. Um, I could see, and it's just easy easy to understand and easy to follow. Now, I did have the option of having um, uh, visiting nurses come, and so I did have an in-home therapist come right after surgery for a couple visits. Okay. And then, okay, and, and then, all right, so... Pre, you have your prehab before surgery. Now mm -hmm. you're going into surgery feeling, tell me how you were feeling, and then let's talk about your rehab. Well, I was, you know, nervous about the, the prior issues I've had with, not just the, the pre, prior knee surgery, but other issues I've had with nausea after surgery. So I had a long talk with the anesthesiologist before surgery, I explained to him that I'm a person who gets very car sick. You know, I don't deal well with motion sickness and that I've had previous issues with uh, extensive nausea at, at, after surgeries. And so he said, I will hook you up. I will give you all the medicine you need to keep you comfortable. You will not be nauseous. We'll put a patch behind your ear. You'll wear that after you go home. And so I was just, I felt good about 
you know, he was aware of my problem and he was going to do the best job he could for me. Okay, you bring up a good point. Right? And I was ready to get, I was just ready to get it done with at that point. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me go in there and let me go to sleep and let it be over with. Well, you know what I think is fantastic is that you did talk to him about something that was concerning you, right? So you got answers and then he yeah. was able to find a solution for you. So that's, that's right. very valuable, right? That, that whole, that, how you handled that was wonderful for you and for, and for him. Okay, right. so all right, so you so you have your surgery, and then tell me how did the nausea go? Did it did it work out better this time for you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the minute I walked in the surgery center, they slapped that patch behind my ear. Um, they knew what my issue was. They gave me medicine before I even went back into surgery for nausea. Um, you know, they do all their preoperative stuff that they do. They did a block. Um, which I don't even remember being uncomfortable at all. Um, and then I was asleep. The next thing I know, I was waking up. Okay. And, and now I did no, and I didn't, I, you know, I didn't feel nauseous. I didn't feel pain because I had that wonderful block. Oh, that's fantastic. All right. I now had no pain. For, I had you no had pain no pain? For like, <laughs> no pain for like 45, 46 hours. <laughs> Okay, and, all right. And then the block started to wear off. Okay, so let's talk about that. All right, so now the block wears out uh, off. Where are you? Are you at home by now when this happens? Oh, yeah, I came home the same day. I was an outpatient. Oh. Okay, so you came home the same day. All right, yes. so now you're at home. The pain is starting to show itself. <laughs> all right, tell me now. Okay. <laughs> all right. So now this is serious business for us. Okay. So now what happens? Now what's your, tell me what your day is like. You're home. The pain is setting in. What's going through your mind? How are you feeling physically, mentally, and what actions are you taking? Well, the, the good thing was uh, the prehab that I had with the X10 machine because they had me doing that the morning after surgery. They had me start, start it right back on the machine the morning after surgery. So I didn't miss, I mean, I did a treatment. I even did a session before I left for the hospital. So I only missed two times on my machine. So, um, and I, I was able to get right into my routine again before the pain set in. So that was the best thing about having that block. Okay. Because I had two, almost two full days of the ability to get right back into my routine on the machine and not feel pain, um, which, which, you know, really motivated me so that even when the pain started to come back, I thought, I can do this. I can do this. You know, I've been doing it for the last two days. I can do this. Um, oh. And the thing I did this time that I did, I was not able to take the pain medicine last time because of nausea. I would just... I would just vomit anything they gave me. And this time, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's all the medication they gave me or the patch that I was still wearing behind my ear, but I was able to take the pain medicine that they gave me. So I stayed pretty on top of it and didn't, didn't let it get away from me. Okay. All right. So now your pain is managed. Uh, you're using the X10. What was your schedule of using the X10? Was it three times a day or how, how? It was three times a day, yep. I did the range of motion three times a day every day. Um, and they didn't start me doing any extra strength training until it was at least a week after surgery. 
So it was just purely range of motion, and they started me out very gradually with pretty low numbers that I had the ability to increase or decrease if I chose, depending on my pain level. But I was on the machine at usually 9 in the morning, 2 in the afternoon, and then 7 in the evening. Okay, for how long each time? Um, 30, between 30 and 40 minutes. I just okay. I would always start out with a five or ten minute warm up, just you know, really slow, not pushing anything, and then after that first five or ten minutes, then I would start increasing and then start the work part, you know, quote unquote. Okay, and you did this seven days a week. Seven days a week. <laughs> okay, I, all I, right. I, I so what would you say kept you motivated, kept you on fire to keep going with all this? Well, my my lifestyle that I want back, you know, I know it's the dead of winter, but um, seed catalogs, my garden and my greenhouse are my biggest joy at this part, this point in time in the winter. And um, so the seed catalogs were stacked up next to my X10 machine. And I would sit on my X10 machine and look through my seed catalogs and make my wish list. And um, I just knew that I needed to keep pushing so that I was going to be able to get back in my greenhouse and my garden come springtime. Okay. That's beautiful, Terry. Right? You've got to have a dream, right? And, and, and you know what I noticed, too? It's not that you, just that you have to have a dream, but the belief that, yes, I am going to make this. I'm going to make this happen. This is going to happen for me. And it sounds like you were there. You were centered in faith and confidence and, you know, that this was going to work out for me. I am progressing. I'm moving forward. I'm going to have a great spring and summer <laughs> coming up. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the thing about the machine is that you you challenge yourself. You know, you're always pushing at least I am. I'm a, I'm a carrot-driven person. You know, just dangle a carrot in front of me and I'll do just about anything. So okay. having those numbers to push myself to get, you know, one degree higher, one degree higher today than I was yesterday, that was a, that was a motivation for me. And you know, just, maybe everybody's not like that, but I'm, I'm just built that way. Okay, well, for someone who doesn't, isn't familiar with the X10, explain what you're saying so they understand what that one degree means. And, and okay. how do you know this? Explain to them how do you know how you're <laughs> progressing? Oh, my gosh, this machine is so simple. You just plop your little booty in, the, in this chair and get your leg fixed in the, in the, um, the leg support um, that they have custom sized for your leg. And, and, um, and you push your little range of motion button. And they have it preset out in the beginning where it just, it only bends and extends your knee just a slight bit. So you're just moving it a very slight little bit. And then as you progress, I can just push the numbers to continue to raise that either flexion or extension for my comfort level, knowing that I, I, need, to, I need to push it so it's going to hurt a little bit. But then I'll wait a couple times, you know, a couple more rotations of flexing. I think, okay, I did that. That one's not so bad. I can push one more degree. And so just starting out, you know, at a, at a 90 degree angle is, is pretty much what you do when you sit in a chair anyway. So everybody can do that when you come out of surgery. They start you out there and then you just start increasing one degree, one degree, one degree. Uh, and it's really just simple. It's just so simple. This machine is, it's idiot proof. 
Well, and you can see your results, right? While you're and doing I can them. see, right? Yeah, I can see how many degrees it's flexing. I can see how much pressure the machine is putting, or how much I'm pushing against the machine. Um, and it will, it would never, it won't allow you to to be pushed further than you can handle. You can it it senses if you're feeling pain, it will stop immediately. So I never had to be afraid that it was going to push me further than I was able to handle. Uh, I just watched the little dials and the numbers, and it's it's right there in front of you. You can, it's it's highly motivating. Okay, and and you know I hear that a lot. I love what I do because <laughs> there's happy <laughs> endings, right? This is beautiful. Right. I, I love helping people heal and actually seeing them get their their free, you know, their physical freedom back. All right. So what would you what would you like to share as your milestones you, that you feel you've achieved during this recovery? Um, well, um, before my machine left, and now my machine is gone, um, it left on Friday, and I was a little sad because I knew now I was going to have to, I was going to have to push myself. It wasn't going to be the machine motivating me anymore, and that made me a little nervous. Um, so I'm, I'm in charge now. I'm going to be the person to continue to push myself and motivate myself. But when I was able to get up to that 100-degree mark, that 120-degree mark, um, and they were slow coming. You know, some days it just hurt too much. I couldn't, you know, there were days that I didn't make my one- or two-degree goal, but it was nice to have that goal out there anyway. And I would just start over again the next day and maybe time my pain medicine better um, so that I was in a better position pain-wise when I got on the machine. And I got better at that throughout the month that I had the machine, where I knew exactly how far ahead I needed to take my pain medicine. I was able to go down to taking a half a pain pill, and I was still able to work out on the machine. And then I went to no pain pills. I had nothing for the whole last week that I had it. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, what what did you have? When did you have your post op appointment with Dr. Cochran? Um, Do you remember? Monday. It was just this past yeah, just this past Monday. It was exactly four weeks out. Okay, four weeks out. And what yeah, is, what did exactly he have to say? Okay, what well, did he share with you about <laughs> his feelings about your they recovery? Did the <laughs> they did the x-rays. He said uh, he had looked at my numbers because the X10, um, you know, team reports, you know, into the doctor um, what, what numbers I'm achieving and how I'm doing. And he looked at my numbers and he said, you crushed it. You know, get out there and enjoy your life. That's beautiful. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. And, 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 oh, that's fantastic. How did that make you feel? That must have put you on top of the world. <laughs> it was. Oh, that's it fantastic, was. Terry. I am so happy for you, honestly. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I know a little bit about your recovery, too, because the X10 does text us data, so we're able to see. Right you know, every session you take on the X10. And I was blown away, too, with your strength. Okay, you increased your strength 138% in one I month. I know. That was okay. when you talked about milestones. I thought about it briefly, and then it slipped my mind, is I was, because we did all the prehab and we kept track of all those numbers, then I was able to look back and compare my post-operative numbers with my pre-numbers. And, I, and it was exciting for me the day I looked back 
and saw that my strength was even higher than before surgery. Yeah, and I'm going to share something with you because not a lot of people know this, but based on studies, the average patient has a 30% quadriceps strength deficit 1 to 13 years post-surgery. And look, you a month out <laughs> at 100, so you were not only back to where you were, but increased your quad strength. So, right. you know, there's something to be said about, you know, working at something, you know, trying trying new ways to recover and thank goodness you were open-minded and Dr. Cochran, you know, he's a, not only just a great surgeon, but he stays abreast of what's out there to help his patients and he's just She's just wonderful, period, all the way around. I just so. can't fathom that, that, that this isn't a staple for everybody, that it's not just part of everybody's post-operative therapy. I had no idea this was available when he, when he said it was coming. I said, okay, I had no idea what it was all about. But now, having walked through it and, and recovered with it, I, I, I don't see how people can do it without it. Yeah, it makes a difference. Well, okay, so you've shared so much wisdom. What, what advice would you like to give somebody who's contemplating, you know, having knee surgery and maybe hesitant and has some fears, understandably so, because, you know, it's, you're walking through a new, new path whenever you're trying to walk towards a new goal, you know, fear sets in, get all these doubts. What, 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 right. what would you like to share with them? What would you like to say to them? Um, I guess address your fears. You know, what are you afraid of? Is it, is it the, the procedure itself? Then maybe educate yourself about what the procedure is all about, whether it's this surgery or any surgery. Talk to your surgeon. Tackle those fears. You know, for me, it was post-operative nausea. I was just terrified that I was going to be that sick again. I mean, sick, so sick that I just wanted to die. That sick. And so for wow. me to talk to the anesthesiologist prior to and make sure that that was as much a concern for him as it was for me and to know that there were avenues that, that could take care of that, that just set my mind at ease. Wow. And for me, it was a matter of I just want my life back. You know, I just wanted my normal life back, and I, I didn't have my normal life anymore. Okay, so what does life look like now, Terry? Now that this is <laughs> behind you, <laughs> tell me what what are you excited about? Oh my gosh, how well, beautiful! I have my seeds in hand. All my orders have arrived. So, <laughs> yay! Okay, gardening. I'm yes. looking forward to gardening. Yep. I don't blame you. Spending time in nature is so healing, all in itself, and gardening is so rewarding. To see things yeah. bloom, and uh, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. <laughs> I am sure you're going to enlighten, you know, and settle, you know, a lot of people's fears out there that maybe are hesitant to have knee surgery, and maybe you've given them some ideas that some things about some things they haven't given any thought to. Now they'll consider and and move forward confidently, right, and peacefully. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, right. the action people are so supportive. You know, I got an email every week with new information and suggestions, and they're available by a phone call. Just utilize the resources you have available. Thank you, Terry. Thank you very much. Well, you know, I'm going to wish you continued great health and and your exciting life it sounds like it's going to continue full stream ahead. <laughs> and, you know, we're always here <laughs> if you need anything okay. in the future. Thank you, Terry. All right. I really mean that. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you. It's okay. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Bye-bye.
I'm Dr. Justin Trosclair, host of two-time Podcast Awards-nominated A Doctor's Perspective podcast. I interview doctors in and out of my profession about their specialties and the occasional non-doctor special guests. But we also go behind the curtain and see what's working for their marketing, overcoming struggles, practical knowledge, book choices, and relationship advice. Join me on any podcast app on your phone or visit adoctorsperspective.net for the show notes pages and free resources. I want you to have an abundant home life as well as a thriving practice. So come on, take a listen. To learn more, visit x10therapy.com, 1-855-910-5633. Just a reminder, it's a huge help if you subscribe to, rate, and review our podcast. It helps people find us. X10, back to full strength.